Welcome to Soundcheck PGH. I am your host, Jack Doherty, and we are back after what turned out to be a relatively lengthy uh, recess. I guess you could call it a summer recess, but I don't know if you noticed, but it's fall now. It's a transition time, baby. There's leaves changing colors on the trees. There's a cool, crisp chill to the air. And we here at Soundcheck PGH are working hard, working hard to close off 2019 on the right note. We have a couple more interviews lined up for this year, as well as a yearly wrap-up of the best releases coming out of Pittsburgh. We're aiming to do that hopefully in December. So we've got a lot of good things lined up. We are hoping to set ourselves up pretty well for 2020. 2020 vision, baby. That's what we're working towards finally seeing clearly uh this episode is exciting we sat down a while back with donnie and greg who make up pittsburgh's premier indie rock duo harkin i say that because i don't know any other indie rock duos in pittsburgh but donnie and greg were kind enough to sit down with us and uh get into a little bit of everything they had an album released earlier this year it's got some great tunes on it we're happy to sample a couple of those so let's get right into it. I hope you guys enjoy. People's attention spans these days are so hard to maintain. So if you just dump a whole album out there, they're how, not going to listen to the whole album. I, I mean, I'm not even going to lie. I don't listen to everyone's whole album. It's, yeah. It's tough. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a, well, because there's more content than there's ever been, and there's and so, and it feels like you're being pulled in more directions than you've ever been because yeah. you have so many choices of ways to entertain yourself or music to listen to, just in right. general. And it's yeah. way more readily accessible. Exactly. Like when Which you were a kid, you, you had to go to the music store and buy a CD, like or so like download a song effort. on Napster. Right. And it, you know, like overnight, right? <laughs> like one song, and it was probably fake file, anyways. Yeah, well, get going and buying a CD. You felt like you had invested, and now you had that music, and you had to listen to the CD. You that would be the CD you'd listen to for a yeah. while, multiple times. Yeah, and it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? Because it allows musicians like yourselves to put out music and to have it in front of more people than ever before. You're not convincing someone to, yeah. you have to walk into, you know, a record store and, and pay 10, 20 bucks for it. You can get it on Spotify anytime you want. Yeah. But at the same time, you're competing with a million more options than ever before. Right. Yeah. It's tough. And like, I think there's just, it's, yeah, I guess I shouldn't really say this, but I just think that, we could be a horrible band. I don't know. I think I'm. I think we're okay. But there's just not a lot of good bands, and so you just kind of get thrown into this. You feel that way. You feel there's that. What do you mean? Not a lot of good bands. I just think there's just like a lot of stuff out there, and so people don't think people like take it seriously. Are you talking uh, locally, or are you talking nationally, or, or um, internationally? I'm like? talking kind of locally. You might want to not put this on there. Listen, we could do we could put whatever um, we want on. We can I'm take just whatever saying, we want I'm just saying I just think that there's a lot out there and like we you know, and like we just we really tried to work hard and we put a lot of money into this. We want we want to be touring musicians and like people just don't think that there's talent in Pittsburgh. I don't know why or there is, but like 
I don't know. I just don't think anyone's really getting behind anyone. No one's breaking sure. out. And I don't know if there's just too many bands that are swimming. And it's just making all the other bands not as good, too. I'm not sure. No, no, no. I, 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 do you know what I'm saying? I do. I do. It's oversaturated. And I, think, I think it's an interesting train of thought to explore. I, and I could be one of those bands holding other bands back. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you say that, what do you mean? Do you mean um, not supporting in the scene, or do you, or you're talking about strictly just the quality of output? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just um, there's not an industry in Pittsburgh, and like there's no managers, there's like label-ish kind of things that I, I don't know. There's not, I mean, there's only a few pro- promotion companies. Um, so do you feel like you have to leave to make it happen? I mean, I think we have an opportunity to make it happen here because I feel like we, um, it, it could be easier, but at the same time, it's, I don't think people in general are even exposed to the culture of music in Pittsburgh. So you view yourselves as professional musicians? Um, Working on it. I would say that's professional. The goal. Like the goal is music full time. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I set little goals and then sure. I, I'll go for bigger goals afterwards. But I've always wanted to just like pay my rent for one month, just just from playing music. That's always been my like short term goal. So let me ask you: When did you know? that this is what you wanted to do full time or that when, when did the goal become like, I want to be a professional musician? Wow. That's a good question. Um, was there a moment that sticks in your mind or is it something that you always kind of knew? It's always been there. I think I didn't take it seriously until maybe the last year or so. Honestly, probably when we start, when we like came back together after the little hiatus, was when I I was I really decided to commit to it and see what happened because you can't just dip your toe in and ex- expect something to happen like oh well we'll just keep playing songs and then you know when the right opportunity comes up then we'll be professional musicians like you have to work your butt off and practice and get better and do all the things that suck and you got to put the time in you got to put the time in and hope that the the right doors open when they're supposed to open so, well, yeah, when we came back together after that little hiatus, which was, it was good for me. I had to learn some things about myself, and, you know, Donnie was saying that I, you know, we're both pretty hard on ourselves, and I had sure. to realize that you're not going to have the best show every time, and there's always going to be people that are better than you, and just, you can't get sucked up in that and let it define you as a person and as a musician, so... uh it's funny that time away. Like I think it made us stronger as friends and as a band. It sounds like that friendship is something that uh, that you both rely on for this project. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I honestly, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I could be wrong. I just to me, yeah. the sense I'm getting is, you know, it sounds like you know it almost ended when the friendship was not there, and then it feels like yeah. It's something that's kind of keeping us together. 
Yeah, I think it. Well, it's it's easier when you can be real with somebody, and it, and it, and then there's just so much more emotion and and creativity in the work. It's not just you're showing up. You know, you're actually building something with someone and communicating and creatively um, inspiring each other. You know, it's not just like a doll situation. Right. There's never a doll right. moment. <laughs> Keep it fun. Yeah. Well, let me uh, let me ask you the same question though. When did you know that you wanted to become a professional musician? Um, I I mean, I still don't really know. You're not you're not one hundred percent sure that that's. Well, what you I want to. Yeah, I do. I think the doubt is what holds me back. I'm just kind of at this point accepting where I am. Right. Well, the qu- yeah yeah. It's not like. What I'm trying to get at is not, uh, do you think you will yeah. eventually become a, like, but when did you know that's what you wanted to do? Um, I mean, after grad school and, and then I don't even know how this happened. What did I mean, you uh, go to grad school for? Uh, exercise physiology. Okay. Yeah. And are you, is that, are you using that? Yeah, that's what I do. Okay. Like I'm a, um, like a personal trainer, wellness oh, yeah. person. Okay. Do you enjoy it? I do. I, you know, it inspires me, especially for like songwriting, all the people I work with, um, all the personalities and just walks of life that like come through that door. And it's, it's definitely inspiring. I learn a lot about my clients and do you get, do you work with like a wide range of oh, yeah. people? Yeah. yeah. Like all different scopes, all different oh, backgrounds yeah. of life. Yeah. But I just, um, I don't know. I just, after grad school, or kind of in it, I just started like jamming with my childhood friend and just started songwriting and like really, and I was about 22, so 23. And yeah, and that's when I started Roulette Waves. And I just, it's kind of, I have had moment moments where I'm like, when it's not feeling good, where I'm just, am I just staying in this game of music? Like, am I just doing this because like I'm keeping up with what I think I should be doing? I've had moments like that. Sure. But like, I always find myself writing, like I'll be sitting in my car singing something. I'll hear a cold beat. I'm all, I like walk into places. I sometimes can't even hold conversations because music is playing. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like it's always there. And so I just knew I wanted to be a songwriter. I haven't, like, I've gotten better at my instrumentation, but I just really hear a lot when it comes to songs, whether it's melodies, four instruments, um, beat making. You know, music is something that, to be honest, I never really got trained in. I just kind of, sure. like, naturally. And I now I'm actually, I have a vocal coach now, which is, like, pretty oh, cool. Yeah. That yeah. is cool. And uh, it's Carolyn, like, from Dinosaur. She um, got me hooked on the vocal lessons with an opera singer. Her name's Kara Cornell. She's awesome. Shout out. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, she's really helping me develop my voice. And I don't know. It's the first time I'm really, like, getting into, like, learning something. um, Because I usually just learn drums by myself, learned guitar by myself bass keyboard i just figured out where the notes were but one thing that i know that i really think that comes naturally me natural to me is being a songwriter um and having a hook having a catch and so i don't know i just couldn't get out of it 
to the point where our music was so important to me where I was not pushing my own business as much as I should have. So you, so the PT, that's your own business? Yeah. Okay. So I'm like a, um, independent contractor and oh, work okay. out of different gyms. Cool. Do you get, do you get energy from that? Like, is that something that you, you wake up excited to do or is that something you're doing, you know, to pay the, pay the bills? Um, it, it depends on the day. Right. Long days. I'm like, Oh my gosh. But, and it depends on the energy exchange within the session, sure. whether if that's more of a give or more of a take. Um, but I do enjoy it and it keeps me healthy myself and keeps me um, accountable for like what I tell people to do with their bodies and like keeps me mindful as far as like being healthy myself. Like I said, I don't know if the, there were moments where my, am, am I just kind of chasing this dream that isn't really mine, you know, or am I just kind of in this? What does that mean? Chasing a dream that isn't yours? Like, am I, like there were moments where I love music so much, but like this, this, the want of being successful was like taking over the creativity of what I just would naturally go and do okay like i became a little more competitive can, can i ask you what what do you define as being successful like you say the want of being successful to um, you what is that to be honest like well the, the happiness you know and being happy with your product of what you put out but like honestly did you say wealth and happiness or wealth of happiness uh just happiness just I don't happiness think I said wealth. sorry i, mean, I uh, said well oh okay i well, i misheard that okay just, like <laughs> being happy with it wealth and happiness. i was like wealth uh, and happiness those are two very like <laughs> okay so happiness know, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Happiness, yeah but of course i think i've gone through different stages because i've become a little more spiritual and I've kind of rid some of those desires and realized that the opportunity will come. The universe will figure it out. Mm -hmm. And that's why I've been a little bit more patient and I haven't forced things. Right. I have just what's coming to us. I'm kind of taking the leads on it instead of being, okay, let's do this, 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 you know, and see, you know, how this can work. And it's just like, let's work on the creativity of it, you know, Right. But I, I mean, as far as success, I mean, being financially stable as a musician, like financially, sure. you know, like actually making money. Like, I mean, we spent a lot of money on this record. We all pitch in for a practice space every single month. Right. You know, this is, this is like a, hobby but it's like well how do we make it's like an investment but how do we make our money back for this you know so the answer kind of is wealth and happiness <laughs> yeah i mean it's, when you cut when you bring it all the way back around yeah i mean it's you know being a professional like paid musician right um yeah would you agree with that greg mm. uh-oh <laughs> no, I mean, you didn't say anything wrong. I just, I have always thought success was just being 
the best version of whatever it is I'm doing. So as far as like being a musician, if I'm the best drummer that I can be at that moment, then I, I think I'm successful. Like I know I'll never be the best drummer and I don't have, you know, like delusions of grandeur where we're going to make right. millions of dollars. But the best of anything is like an opinion. Well, that's what well, I no, was no, just... No. Well, yeah. Like there's no... That's why, yeah. that's why you shouldn't think like, I'm going to be the best drummer ever or I'm going to be the best songwriter ever because you can't. That's an unattainable thing. Yeah. Well, let me say, you said the best drummer that you can be. Yeah. So I think that's, that is attainable. That, that just is means, attainable. That just means being, being the best that you are able to be at any given moment, at any singular thing that you're doing. Right. The, pro, the, the challenge there is that you are the one who's judging whether you are being the best at I'll judge, that you can I'll be. judge for you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, bud. So that's kind of where you get into that danger of potentially being too hard on yourself or, yeah. you know, because you might, when, when are you satisfied? When do you look back and say, that was the best I can, that was the best I could do? Yeah. Ooh, that's tough. Um, why do you have to think so much? What's that? You know, why do you have to think so much about being the best? Well, no, I want to be the best that I can be. And that's just holding are. myself to... I, well, yeah, but that's... You're great. That helps... <laughs> thanks, bud. <laughs> but that helps you improve. And there's, there has to... I think there has to be a healthy amount. And before, I was really bad at the healthy amount. Okay. Where instead of saying, like, okay, what went wrong? Like, why, why didn't the show go as well as I wanted? Was it because I didn't prepare well enough? Because I just assumed I would do fine? And then I didn't. Okay, so how can we fix that? Run the set more. Like, practice the things that you don't think you did well. Where in the past, I would be like, fuck it. And then just, like, not want to look at my drums for a couple of days. Where now, if there's something... And any musician knows so many times, like, if I do one little thing that I don't think is right, nobody knows. Unless right. someone, like, knows the song from front to back and is like, ooh, he meant to hit this tom instead of that tom. Like, nobody has any idea that you even messed up as long as you don't, like, get weirdly out of time. See, Especially now with the backtrack because there's so much yeah. extra stuff going on. But, yeah, it's just yeah. having that healthy desire to get better and being happy with where you are but always wanting to improve. Right. Yeah. Along with the understanding that it's never going to be perfect. Right. But that's... In a way, that's the cool thing. There's always yeah. new things to everything learn. Exactly. Is. Like, there's always new things to learn. Yeah. I will never know every single thing about drums or playing drums. There will always be more to learn. Yeah. See, yeah. I don't I don't really think like that. I just kind of show up. And I'm, like, more worried about the sound sounding good. I'm, like, like than the levels. And, like, that's where mine go my mind goes. Right. Um, Which makes sense. That's kind of... Well, when you walk away from a live show, yeah. or on, on the whole... Do you feel good? Do you feel is that where you well, get your happiness? Like you know. So yeah, the thing that I'm working on is I should I want to. Well, this is kind of Carolyn's idea, but I think I need to take some acting lessons or some sort of thing because really? well, I my thing is not even like about the music; it's about the connection to the people and like the crowd. Yeah, like yeah. I need to work on being a better performer. That brings to mind to me a question that i'd have which is when you are performing as harkin do you see yourself as 
the you know Donnie, the real you, is up there performing, or are yeah. you stepping into a character? Or like, well, like you talk about acting classes. That kind of sounds like you like. Do you want to develop a character for for the front person of Harkin? I want it to be me, but I want it to be me, um, really letting go, and only certain people see that. Okay. Um, and so I'm still struggling with that. Like I'm not as. I've seen it at shows before. Really? Yeah, you've let it out before. I did. Yeah. All right. Well, let me say that I've heard the in the recording in the studio, you were really letting go. Would you agree yeah. with that? Oh yeah, like there's definitely a feeling for every song and every lyric, or and that's why I'm so connected to the drums and just how the accents hit. Right. Um. Just yeah, and I I do do that on stage as far as like people do say I have a compelling presence. I just wish I was able to talk more. Just kind of like in between songs? Yeah, or like just, you know, I, I am nervous. I don't know. I'm like nervous to like... Sure, you're performing. You know, it's not even about the... It's like just the this like talking in the mic. It's like not even like the actual performance. If I play a wrong string, I'm like, ah. But if like I like say something weird, I'm like, fuck, I'm so awkward. That That's what <laughs> right. like... Right. And like it's humbling. People like tell me that. But there is a part of me that is very confident. Even now I'm speaking right now. Like if there was like three or more people in the room, I would be so different and shy. Right. I'm good yeah. on one. Sometimes on it seems like you. I shut down. Yeah. Or you let the audience dictate how your performance is in a way. Like yeah. if the audience, if people are just standing there and there's not many people, you're just not as engaged i'm just what angry but, but sometimes you know <laughs> it's been at shows that were a little bigger and like people were actually seemed like they were enjoying the show <laughs> sometimes you go to shows and people even if they love it they're just standing there with their arms crossed yeah right like not doing anything it's like just give like nod your head at least like yeah. something yeah, just tap Let us your know. foot right like you paid money just, to come out to this yeah. enjoy yourself like have fun but right. shows that have been really fun I feel like you've been able to let go a little bit more. Yeah. Do you get that same anxiety? Uh, it's tough. I think we feed off of each other as well. So I can feel if Donnie's not like super into it and I might feel a little if more If I feel reserved. fat up there. If you feel fat, I feel fat. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm not fat, I feel fat. You can never be fat. <laughs> I could get like a pooch belly if I drank a lot of beer or something. But <laughs> other than that, that's about it. Um, do you do do you does that affect how you play? Do you do anything different to try to uh, bring her energy up if you can sense that maybe it's lagging a bit? Yeah, this is something you should help me with. I try. <laughs> I don't sometimes, mean to put the onus on you. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you won't even look at me during the sets. I know. I have a problem. I'm connected, though. Yeah. No, I know. There's it, definitely a string attached to us. There's definitely a string. Because uh, um, it's, yeah, it's pretty intimate. It's just the two of you up there. People, yeah. people always do say, like, you're us two. We've looked like we played for a while, which we have, and we have this energy about us. I guess I just I think I just feel disappointed when the when the people aren't involved or engaged and I feel like what did I do wrong? Why am I not engaging? Like am I just not yelling Pittsburgh? Like should, what the <laughs> hell should I say here? Like what I don't want to like 
like what I, like what right. do i gotta do right. here like i just right. i don't know and then i'm like all right like i'm maybe we just need the i don't know it doesn't matter i'm just gonna do what i do whatever yeah i mean i don't think it's i don't think you should view it as your responsibility to engage uh to get people to be engaged because like greg said they could yeah. be enjoying it and just not giving any indication that they're enjoying yeah. it do you notice a difference between uh crowd behavior in pittsburgh versus other places yeah really it's yeah i mean there's yeah there's are you both from pittsburgh i am i'm from a little town like two and a half hours north east of pittsburgh more okay close closer to central pa um little boonies town but i've lived in pittsburgh almost as long as i've as i lived there sure. so i'm almost an official 100 percent yenzer yenzer <laughs> yeah on it. people but do do engage and move more in other cities and why do you think know. that is i think there's just more 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 of a music community in other cities mm-hmm. um which I like, I it's like con- contradicting what I said before. That's the how there's too many and it's oversaturated here. Right. But I think it's because most of the people that go to the shows are just more musicians or musician that's, friends. That's yeah. the difference. The there's difference is some fan. cities have a uh, a tradition where music and live music matters to everyone who lives there or not everyone, but you know, but um, a good portion, a good of portion, the, yeah. or, or even if it doesn't matter to the person who lives there, they are aware of it and they know that it's a big part of the city and they are not part of the scene. I feel like a lot of the local Pittsburgh music scene is made up primarily of other people who are also in the local Pittsburgh yeah. music scene. Yep. Um, and I think, I'm not sure what you do to, uh, well, that's where to increase it beyond that, you know, that's like, I mean, you know, we are all like on the same page as this. Like, how do we actually create an industry around our music? Like there's enough bands, there's enough people in bands that only that are going to the shows. But like, how do we actually get people involved in the music community that aren't musicians? And I think it has to really start with like. Pittsburgh building up some of the local musicians like actually making it seem like there's talent here people know and they'll talk about it but like no one will show up no one will actually buy and support it right you know but it would be nice if there was you know like you know a a industry like where there's professionals and like putting you know getting the Pittsburgh band on these tours like Mm -hmm. really trying to build something here you know sure um, which was what kind of Rostrum did, mm-hmm. you know, Definitely. Um, and, you know, like Mizra is trying to do and Craft of Sounds is trying to do, but there's not a lot of money behind all that, you know. Right. Do you get the sense that it's moving in the right direction? I think something's definitely going to break for sure. There's what? a, like, I think there's, there's definitely a lot of interest in, in music in musicians here at this point yeah it feels like there's some some momentum some
define Harkin to someone who's never heard of it? What does Harkin mean to you? Well, the word means listen. The word Harkin. Yes. Um, but what does the band mean? The band. <laughs> the band. I don't know. The band is just an expression of human emotions. Yeah, I mean, I try when I write to not blame others. Like I, some of my my songs are a little sappy, right? But I try to not blame others. A lot of the songs by the end kind of come back to ourself and i actually realized fix me was like i think it was about unconsciously lyrics coming out about me and like how i identify to be honest i think what that's what i was just like as a person as like my my gender and like who i love and like you know are you and comfortable like, sharing that? What does that mean yeah, to you? Yeah, just, you know, so, like, some of the lyrics are just... A part of it was, um, like, everything out there in the world tells you, like, what's wrong with you and how to fix it, you know? Sure. And, you know, fix it with drugs, fix it with this self-help book, fix it with this, fix it with that, go to this, go to that, see this person. And I am one of those people that has a profession, you know, um... You know, and sometimes it comes back, you know, what it always comes back to, I think, is just like living your truth and like all your hardships and all of your emotions, like. And even it comes out even physically and how you hold on to pain uh, comes back to like, are you living your life fully as who you are? And you're trying to fix things that are symptoms of what's happening inside of you, you know? I'm like if I'm depressed I'm having anxiety I'm having anxiety over my appearance or I'm having depression over not getting what I want you know or something like that but I don't know the more and more I think about that song um I think it was just my battle about like how I identify a lot of you know the world's changing and like you how know do you, how do you identify to the Wow, that's the question. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Like I don't really have an answer and I don't want to have to be identified as anything. Okay. Um like you know, I was born biologically a female, like people call me she, her. Sometimes from behind if I'm carrying a heavy instrument, I think people will be like well, one time they were like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> and like, <laughs> whatever, you right. know, sometimes, or like just from the sound of my voice, like we've been, you know, talked to and like our band and like someone will be like, all right, see you guys later. See you boys later. <laughs> like they totally thought I was a guy. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, and it's not anyone's fault. I don't really care. I don't really care. That's the thing. Um, I don't, you know, and then in like the day, them non-binary thing, like, I don't know. I, I I personally don't need to identify with anything. People can call me whatever. Um, a, it's not going to make me upset because it's sure. not truly like my physical is not 
doesn't need to be I don't need to be hurt if someone misgenders me or anything but that's me you know so but I would in my mind think I have to fix this I have to tell the world who I am I have to you know figure this out like what are my pronouns what is this and it's like I why does it matter I you know I sometimes it does matter to people that are transitioning or but for me it's kind of like politics like I don't really want to identify with anything you know um because when you hold on to such a belief it will affect you if someone treats you a certain way because you identify with something a religion or something like that and it's not to say that's not a good thing but I I don't want anything to ever define me you know because sure. everything's always changing too you know so um that was a big real realization for me you know and it could change tomorrow i could be like different i don't know right but it's finding it's listening to what you really want as opposed to what the outside society may may make you feel mm-hmm. like you want yeah differentiating what's coming from within versus what's being what's coming as pressures from the outside yeah and i just i struggle a lot with like the idea of mental health and how it's i need to be careful of i don't really know how to explain this properly without offending some people but i've struggled a lot with depression and everyone's different but um i don't want to any i don't want to be told what's wrong with me you know what i mean and i think people really need to meditate and become more intuitive of themselves rather than looking for all these things outside them to fix you know oh i need that i need to feel this way i need to be that i need to do that rather than like really figuring out who you are For the actual music, so do you each, do you share the same musical tastes? Do you get inspired by the same kind of bands? I mean, so the music's very, like, at times it can be very sludgy, it can be very, like, grunge-influenced, but it's also, like you mentioned, like, got a very strong backbone in melody, and it's very melodic. Um, Do you guys share the same musical influences? I think we do, actually. Yeah, like anything, there's there's some stuff... Yeah, some good old outlaw countries, all right. Um, <laughs> but it's like anything. I There's... like pop a lot more than Greg does. Yeah. But I think you will secretly like it one day if you just let yourself go. I know. There's things I do like. I do like pop music. I listen yeah. to some stuff that's poppy. It just yeah. depends. <laughs> but the stuff that's really in my wheelhouse is like grunge and like kind of punk, like Fugazi. And, yes. And... You know, that's the kind of stuff that I really, really, really like that I always come back to. But there are, you know, I think every genre has good music. Every genre has stuff that's worth listening to. Some genres have more, like, especially nowadays, country, super crappy. Like, the new country stuff is terrible. But I like the really old country. Same with, like, rock. Just general rock just isn't that great anymore i don't know they just all the songs sound exactly the same when you think of rock from like the 70s 
or the 80s. Like, it's just, there was more character to it. Now it's just all these bands yeah. that sound the same, kind of the same beat. And, like, our whole album is, like, I don't, I don't know if you remember, like, listening to track, I think it was Five, Butterfly. Yes, I know. Um, that was completely, that it's was the first song I ever wrote, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Because um, it stands out as, as pretty unique amongst the other tracks. I, I just like how they're, it's like two bookends to like two halves, you know, it's kind of comes in and punches in the face, go on this little ride, and then you get a little break, you get butterfly. Yeah. And then you get four more songs that are more in your face, up tempo, and then it ends with last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorite albums always had that, like those, like, I always remember Green Day Dookie, like at the end, you get FOD. Yes. And it's just like that kind of slow track and then it like punches you in the face yeah but i just like the end of an album i don't know there's maybe it's just because of when i grew up and so many bands did that yeah i like the toughness but then also that like very nice song as well yeah just it just works and you view it as a cohesive like journey right you don't think like wow that song's good but it's weird on this album it like makes sense and fits with everything else it's just a it's just a lighter side of, of yeah. who the musicians are. That's a wrap. You can put a bow on it. That is the episode with Harkin. Thank you to them. Thank you to Donnie and Greg for coming in. We had a lot of fun making this one. We are Soundcheck PGH. I'm the host, Jack Doherty. Our producer is Noah Brode. You can find us on social media at Soundcheck PGH. You can email us at SoundcheckPittsburgh, all spelled out, at gmail.com. If you're listening, rate us and review us. It really does help. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this. Let us know what you think and stay tuned. Like I mentioned at the beginning, we've got a couple more episodes lined up for the end of the year. So don't miss those. Until next time, take it easy. Don't work too hard.